Business Tech Weekly podcast episode number 82. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. And we're here each and every week to talk about technology tools, tips, and advice to help you become more productive and more profitable in your small to medium-sized business. Booyah. Man, this, I, I, I guess I shouldn't have said that so fast. There we go. Now we can start talking. Talk slow. Oh, we can talk fast now. This talk normal. Yeah, we like can the micro machines guy. Yes. I love that guy. The guy used to talk really fast. You know what I'm talking about? Micro machines. Yeah, I do remember him. Micro machines, genius product. Let's make it one tenth the size of a normal car and charge the same amount. Yeah. So let's see here. I, I have to put. I have to put all the audio clips from Balanced Living Weekly back into the the random mix here of of things because we didn't get to any of those. I got a Business Tech Weekly. Check this out. I'm doing show prep as we're recording the show. Hey, do show prep for Family from the Heart because I just sent you audio for that one too. That's up next. All right. Well, Because what we're talking about, folks, is listening live on Thursdays at gspn.tv slash live. Yeah, you can where, do that. Where the action happens. You can see it live and uncut. Exactly. You get before we be- cut out all the cuss words. <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, so we had a show last week, didn't we? We did. That was a great show. It was really nice to spend some time with you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, of course, that was recorded two weeks ago. I am back from Blog World, New York, and then a three-day weekend in the Smoky Mountains. I, I feel like it's been forever since I've recorded a podcast, and of course, now I don't because I've been recording since 8.30 this morning, and uh, things are good. It feels good to be back in the saddle again. feels great to talk to you again, Andy. And you too, my man. I'll tell you, um, I personally have some some different things that I, I have used in technology, and uh, and and I found one tool that I absolutely okay. I know. Right, I give said, me the one. Give me the one. The one that I have fallen in love with. Are you ready? You're, by the way, your heart is uh, easily swayed. I just want to state that for the record. I don't know about that. Well, but, but I will. All right, t- that's, maybe that's not true. But once you fall, boy, you fall hard. Yeah, I do. I, I'm, <laughs> that, okay, that's true. I either right. love something a lot, or, eh. or you don't even look at the website. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll talk get to about- that later. All right. What do you love? I love PDF Pen. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I want to know about this because I went out and filled out the show notes for you. You're welcome. Uh huh. Thank you, sir. Oh, thanks. That's so. So tell me what it is. PDF Pen is something, first and foremost, I heard about on This Week in Tech. Uh, you know, they actually uh, sponsor several of the shows over there for Twit, for Leo Laporte. Okay. And uh, the, the one bad thing about them sponsoring it is that, uh, you know, t- for Leo to get his credit for my purchase, I, I would have had to buy it from their, you know, their website slash Twit. Well, I didn't want to do that because I, I want to support Leo and, and stuff like that, but I wanted the Mac app store per version of the software so I could buy it once and install it on all of my Macs mm. and have it easily updated and all the other benefits of having the Mac app store. Mm-hmm. So I heard about it from Leo Laporte and I went and looked at this website and I saw that I could buy it in the Mac app store. $59. All right. Why am I spending $59? $59. 
this is why I spent the $59. A couple right. different things. First and foremost is W-9 forms. I am asked to fill them out all the time, which is a great thing because that means somebody needs to write me a check that's more than $650, right? Yep. So uh, that means they're going to have to w that send me a 1099 and they need my W9 to be able to give me all the, to have all the information they need. So uh, W9 forms, you print it off, you fill it out and then you have to sign and date it. Well, then you have to send it back to them. Well, how do you get it back to them? Well, you you could have a fax machine potentially, but I don't. Um, and so what I've been doing up until this point is I've been printing off the PDF. I'll sign and date it. And then I take a picture of it with my phone using this jot not pro application. Uh-huh. And you know, that, you know, of course it just takes a lot of extra time. You're, you're, you, you have to crop it down you have to make sure does it look right? Yeah. Okay. It looks okay. And then you have to send it to yourself, even though they added Dropbox integration, which was really nice. It's still not the, it's not my preferred method. And, and I find myself needing to sign and mail back a lot of documents, not just W9s. It's just becoming more and more prevalent. And um, I'll give you another example of something that's been going on a lot is I'll type up, let's say, Andy, you buy something from me, uh, you know, a bunch of equipment from me, and I send you an invoice. Yep. I send that invoice. I use QuickBooks to type it up. Well, if you pay me via PayPal, my workflow is that Amy, my assistant, is going to process all my PayPal payments from PayPal. So what I have to do is she's not going to go in and close out your your invoice. So as soon as you've paid me via PayPal, I get a notification from PayPal and I go and void the invoice that I sent you. Well, if you come back and say, well, Cliff, I, can I get a paid receipt? Well, I voided the invoice. Now I have to type the invoice up again. I have to un, you know, you know, unvoid it, and I have to actually go in and add all the numbers again, all the amounts. Right. Or what I had been doing is recreating the, you know, the receipt in a pages uh, dot template that I sent up for a receipt, and I still had to type out the whole thing. Well, the thing is, is of course I sent you the original invoice. It has all the pricing and everything on it. It says this amount is due, and here's how you can pay, and blah blah blah. Well, I've got the original PDF that I sent you. Wouldn't it be great if I could take that PDF document, open it up in PDF Pen, and take this rubber stamp and mark paid in big red bold transparent letters, and then actually click on the text tool and say, thank you for your payment. Here's your receipt ID number. Mm-hmm. Oh, love it. So Workflow. now, so, so basically I just open up a PDF and I can modify it in any way that I want. Just hit the save button and it updates that PDF with that new information on there. And so mm-hmm. I, I went into, I went into Photoshop and created a, you know, I, I, I looked at, I went in online and did an image search for paid stamp. And I, and I, so I, I looked and say, I saw exactly how they made those paid stamps. And I'm like, well, I can create that in Photoshop and I'll make it transparent so that it looks like I just stamped paid really mm-hmm. big and bold on my thing. So I created that and they have this thing called a library. So you can take certain images and, and you hit a library button and it gives you all your library items of things that you can just drop, drag and drop in. Another thing I did is I took my bamboo Wacom ta- tablet and yeah. I, I created a transparent digital image of my signature. And now I can drag and drop my signature in. And so now I type up, I, I get my W9. I can type it up using, you know, the typing tool in uh, PDF pen. I can drag and drop my signature over. I can type in using a signature font 
the date and I hit save and boom, it's gone. And, and, ah, it's just amazing. Uh, I, and, and the other cool thing is if you can imagine this, when I actually set up and do an equipment order, I usually have a spreadsheet that I fill out and I print that, I print that off. Uh, I send you a copy of the invoice. I usually don't keep that, but man, sometimes it would be nice to make sure that I keep it all together. Sometimes you might have to send me a purchase order. So I print that off and I attach it. And so I I usually have about three or four documents that make up one equipment order for you that eventually do get kind of um, stapled together. Well, I was in New York City, no printer, but I'm processing equipment orders. Well, you know, my spreadsheet of your order is in landscape and everything else is all, you know, the invoice that I sent you is in PDF, but then the paid version of that invoice is in PDF and and, and, or is in landscape or in, in portrait. And what I'm able to do is I'm able to drag and drop other PDF documents and it stacks them up to make it one PDF document and it preserves the page layout. And so I can actually create an andytrob.pdf and that PDF contains all the PDFs that I drag and dropped inside of there as one single PDF document. Oh yeah, because it, it's also got the ability to... Um create basically a one long document or create a folder of basically combined PDFs, right? So if yes, I, yep. you, yeah, yeah. So basically it takes multiple PDFs, even if they're different page layouts and turns it into one single PDF document. Right, right, right. And, and which this, sounds like really simple because it is if you have the right program, but if you don't, it's a mess. Yep. It really is. And so the, the, I think the thing that it does, and actually I did take some time to look at the product now that I think of it because I put it in the notes is, it unlocks PDFs because that's the nature of PDFs for those who don't know is that people create them because they are locked down. Yeah. But it being sort of locked down, I mean, you can't just go in there and edit it like a Word document. You know, that by its nature, then you have to print it off and sign it and you can't interact with it. And that's what this pen obviously allows you to do. So for yeah. some people, they're going to think, why would I need this? But for those who deal with PDFs and, and, and have to deal with them in their lockdown nature, the ability to interact with them now move them around, sign them, stamp them, uh, could be really helpful. So it, it looks like a great thing. I personally don't need it, but for those who interact with PDFs very often like you do, mm-hmm. it, uh, it is probably worth 60 or $59. Well, here's the thing. Um, I've heard about PDF pen week after week after week after week after week, and I had the same thing. It's like, eh, I don't need that. I, I, I mean, I hardly ever deal with PDF documents, and I use my iPhone when I do. And what happened is I had this one... With this one equipment order, where I mean, my profit on on the total order was going to be about seven or nine hundred dollars, uh, seven to nine hundred dollars, and I'm like, okay, and of course, I'm getting ready to send a a, a W nine to these people that looks like I just took a picture with my phone, <laughs> and it's yeah. like, eh, this doesn't look professional. Right, and I'm getting, and, and not only that, but they needed a W nine. They needed uh, me to fill out some. They needed me to sign the purchase order. So the purchase order was. It was just looking horrible. It's mm-hmm. like this does not make me look good. And this is a very big organization, and I'm going to make seven or nine hundred dollars depending on which option they choose. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look into this PDF pen. And I went and I I bought the software. I I said, you know what, this, you know, fifty nine dollars to 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 really look professional and make this seven or nine hundred dollars in profit. Eh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna do it, and I did it. And n- instead of sending them back, you know, 
like seven different PDF documents. I sent them one PDF document and boom, it contains everything that they were looking for. Yeah. And um, they turned around and immediately issued or they immediately said, okay, call. I have the credit card number. And so I called, got the credit card number and boom, it was done. And, and so it was worth it. And then of course you're right. I, I, if it wasn't for such a big order, I probably never would have made the, I would, I never would have pulled the trigger, but now that I have it, you would not believe how much I'm using it. It is just like, wow, this is an amazing piece of software. In fact, I turned, I, I went into, I right clicked on a, a PDF document that I had on my desktop right. and, and I clicked get info and then I, this is on a Mac, by the way, and then I changed to say open with, and I chose PDF pen, and I look, I marked the thing that says open all documents of this type with this program. So now I never, I no longer open PDF documents in preview. I open them in PDF pen. Nice. So anyway, so that's why I have it. It's why I love it. It's awesome. And obviously was very helpful to me in creating some very professional looking signed and returned documentation. Beautiful. All right. So what else is new? Uh, what, what's, what's been going on with you, Andy? Oh man, I got a lot of stuff going on, but let's, let's skip me. You can go to andytribe.com and find out about me. What I want to do is talk about how Google, God, God bless them for trying. <laughs> they, they're late in the game. You and I, are you using Reportive? Tell me, you still love Reportive. I, I am still using Reportive and I want to tell you that it's had a really weird effect. Have you grown a third arm? What's no, it, it, it's weird because I'm starting to, you know, there are some people that I've never really seen face to face. I've never seen their Twitter <laughs> profile. I've never seen this. Wait a minute. And, yeah. and all of a sudden now I'm seeing a visual representation of what these people look like and they're nowhere yes. near what I thought. <laughs> it's like, here are you, I, dis- are you disappointed? Well, in, well there are some in, people in, that in I, there are some people that I kind of just thought were just like, you know, just your average Joe. And then all of a sudden, you know, I open up another email. I've been interacting for three years. And, sure, and this sure. guy looks like he's the CEO of, of like, you know, that he, he runs NASDAQ. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> this guy looks super professional. He's got his LinkedIn, you know, profile picture. He, he, I mean, he is he looks like he's in a tux. Yeah, you know yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. He looks like he's ready to just like he should be running some kind of country. Yeah. And it's like... And so it, it kind of, and there are people that I've been thinking, you know, it's like I'm I'm talking with some guy who's running this multinational corporation, and I look and he, this guy couldn't be more than 18 years old. You know <laughs> hey. what I'm saying? And so it's really been it's it's been kind of weird yeah. to put a face with an email address. I can see where if you've had a relationship with them, and then the picture comes in, how it changes things. It also shows you that like you can have really professional looking pictures, and yet. I don't know. It's interesting. Like if you just looked at people's pictures and you go, okay, what's their personality? Like I have a friend. And for those who don't know, I think we talked about reportive. And, you have and a friend? Just one. Okay. Uh, no one else can see him. 80, in episode 80, 80, I think we talked about reportive. But, uh, you know, this shows people's images in the sidebar uh, of, your, of your Gmail um, window view. And I, I, there's this person that like is really, like they have this picture. It makes them look almost like mysterious and really serious and sort of like, wow, they, they bet they're really interesting. And I, and I talked to them and they're like, like Gomer Pyle, you know, like they're really simple and nice and friendly. But I was like, I was like intimidated by your picture. And then I talked to you and you're like a totally different person. Yeah. So it, it is an interesting thing. And, and the, the story we're talking about uh, is that Gmail is basically trying to take on 
uh, Reportive in that they have built a people widget. Um, and there's no plugin required, which is obviously the difference with Reportive. You have to install it into your browser, uh, but then it shows up on whenever you open up your Gmail uh, or Google Apps Mail. Uh, but it, they, they, they have it in here, and the thing it does is it shows your interactions with that individual. It doesn't just show uh, their social network um, you know, links and image and things like that. It'll actually allow you to call them or send them an email or start a chat with them right within the sidebar. It'll also show recent uh, messages. Recent messages, and also if you have any um, appointments scheduled with them. Which and any documents you share with them. So I think the power of this actually is for people who are within an organization that share maybe a Google Apps. You know, if you have 20, 30 people within your organization that you're like, well, this could really help the workflow if you wanted to use your, you know, Gmail or Google Apps to call people, to uh, instant message them, to see, you know, to, to jump into a shared document, so on and so forth. But just for me, I use Reportive because I want to see the social, I want to see a snapshot of your social network activity. And if we're connected, I don't necessarily want to see, you know, the last seven messages we sent back and forth. Uh, I'll use Google search for that. Uh, or when we were scheduled to meet, that's not my, my need, but, but Gmail does have now this people widget. We'll have a link in the show notes. Um, you can check it out and compare it to Reportive, but I, I, I don't think it's social enough for me it has a different purpose, but it's not. Well, it's not junk. It's just different. How do you install this? Is it you, you say it's a widget? No, um, um, let's see here. Um, and can this be used? You can you have this and reportive at the same time? Good question, Cliff. See, these are these are things that inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, these are things that I should have looked into. Thank you very much. That's well, nice. the other question is, do you and I have it? <laughs> Yeah, that, right. that's the other question. Which, by the way, uh, while you're while you're looking at that, um, just real quickly, I noticed that they started to throw some kind of junk into my inbox, some kind of tab, and it's under uh, the important tab. Yeah, the importance markers. Yeah, what, can I get? Can I turn that off? Yes. The good news is you. It's like it showed up, and it's like these importance tabs, and like whatever. I already have my own method. Oh, there you go. Show or hide. It's under labels, and you can show or hide. Well, hide. thank you. Actually, no. What I did is I, I went into, you know, you click on the gear to go to your mail settings and then yeah. you go to priority inbox and then it says importance markers, show markers or no markers. Oh, and I took the whole tab out by going to settings and then labels and it says show or hide because it's actually a label oh. too. I get. There you go. So I don't, yeah, I don't know where to add the people, the. It's a label. The, where do you I'm, call? I'm looking no, at labels. The people. Oh, people. there it is. You're right. Important. There you yeah. go, under labels. So the people widget, I don't, I don't know how to turn it on or off. If anyone knows, let, let, let us know. <laughs> Andy found this great widget, but we I don't know. Say it, I didn't say it was great. I said uh, it wasn't great. What says, if I would have liked it, I would know. I wouldn't know how to, like, I love it, but I can't tell you how to get to it. So basically, there's a great blog post next to every message, blah, blah, blah. This, we hope people, uh, the people widget will help. But there's nothing there. To say, that that uh, says how you win. It's rolling out a new feature over the next week. Oh, okay. Uh, that was May 26th. So maybe it's still rolling. Still rolling, my friends. We'll, we'll, we'll come back and let you know. You know, it's like the opposite of a rolling blackout. It's like a rolling rollout. But yeah. I, um, yeah, it's so, so I'm such a negative Nancy about uh, Google sometimes because I feel like 
or all their test subjects. <laughs> we can't complain because you can't complain to anyone that's going to listen. All right. So, well, here, here's the thing, Andy. I got a question for you. Hit me. Are you taking on new clients? I am. All right. Because if, you, if you're taking on new clients, I'd like to include you in a referral network that I'm using <laughs> to send business leads through referral key. Oh, you just set me up like a T-ball, baby. Uh-huh. Really would, would you mind clicking my invitation, please? Uh, actually, I would. I'm not familiar with this referral network, and I would need a little bit more information. <laughs> Though I do trust you. Well, I do not trust this referral network link. And what are we talking about, Cliff? People well, might be confused. Well, they may have turned us off. Now. I have been getting, I, I've gotten, I, I, I've had at least 30 of these in the last three weeks yeah. where people are saying, hey, I'd like to start, I'd like to refer people to you. Are, are, are you accepting new clients? I've got, I've got a long list of people standing by that I'm just looking to refer to you. That's, I mean, that's literally what this message is saying. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is great. I, I should not want for any business for the rest of my life with the right. number of people who are standing by to refer people to me. Well, here's, here's what's going on. You get an email that says, are you taking new clients? If you are taking new clients, I'd like to include you in my private referral network to send you business leads through referral key. Please accept my invitation below. Thank you. As if this was, you know, all written directly from them. Well, it, it, it says here, this is the new fast uh, networking site is using the power of communication or spam uh, <laughs> to build powerful <laughs> referral networks online, Boston Business Journal. Now, I added the word spam, but I, I do. I feel like I'm being spammed by by all the, the requests for this thing. I, I have not. Right, well, a- let, me, let me push you a little bit. I don't disagree with you, but I want you to justify then what's the difference between that and a LinkedIn invitation? I, I don't send out. Have you ever received a LinkedIn invitation from me? <laughs> no. Okay. Answer. All right. And have you ever received a Facebook invitation from me? Um, I don't think so. No. And have you ever got an email saying, "Hey, I've I've signed up for this service called Twitter. Please follow me." No. Um, I've never spammed people to ask people to to do this. Now, have I maybe mentioned that I have these? If you email me and I put it in my signature, yes, I've done that. Um, have I sent out like, you know, I'm really wanting to promote my presence on Twitter and Facebook. And have I mentioned that in a newsletter maybe? Yes, but you opted in. But this is where all of a sudden now I'm signing up for a service. It's asking me to maybe, obviously it's asking me to provide all my contacts and saying, Hey, can we send out a a request to all these people? Now here's the thing. I do not have an account with referral key. So all of these people are giving referral key my email address to send me the email. Mm. And that is spam. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, and I'm, I, I'm not going to sign up to find out on this one. I'm not going to take one for the team. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that it's, it, you are giving, you the user are giving referral key, which you can find at referralkey.com. You're giving them permission to access your address book yeah i would assume mm-hmm. that's how that that's how the connection's happening so yeah. i mean obviously you know. you know linkedin basically just went public very profitable right things you know right as things got started and and everything and and obviously that you know that that has a lot to do with i think the launch of this service um you know it says see what people are saying you got boston boston business journals talking to the boston globes talking about investments news constant contacts behind some of this and and mashable's talking about it 
And you know, the thing is, is I, there's already, I mean, can't you, can't you refer people through LinkedIn? I mean, basically what this is, is this is another business related network, social network is what it is. Yeah. Here's sometimes, and I teach people this when I help them build sites. Sometimes it's important to not put things on your site, you know, like don't put things on there. They're going to hurt you. And one of the things that, you know, like is a not so great testimonial (laughs) and like if you go to referralkey.com and you, you hover over what people are saying, you know, you've got Boston Business Journal, the Boston Globe, Investment News, and then Constant Contact. And I'm like, Constant Contact is not a news source. Yeah. You know? Uh, and here's what it says. We are pleased to be working with Referral Key since we share the belief that one of the best ways for small businesses to remain competitive is to capitalize on the business relationships they already have. Yeah. That, so it's like, it's like saying we have an API and, and you can... Uh, you can send people news. We yeah. work together. I mean, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't say anything about the value of the program, and and, and I don't think constant contact is is <laughs> is in the right position. I mean, it's like to have like news outlet, news outlet, news outlet, constant contact. Well, here's the like, thing: provides continual streams of leads to its members. So, so am I in a way that sites like LinkedIn and Facebook Facebook do not. And like, I mean, here, here's the situation. I, I, I used to be a part of BNI, Business Networking International. I was as well. And I was president of our local chapter. Congratulations. And I really got a lot of value out of that. But it was built around relationship. And the idea is that, you know, consistent, we're, we're looking out. Uh, we've got a relation. And here's what I think this is for me. This is what made BNI, my membership in BNI, uh, uh, worth it. In the group, we were there was only one insurance agent. There was only one, you know, right. lawyer. There was only one this. There was only one this. You didn't have it. What I mean, if I'm on referral key, Andy, you might be whatever your profession is. I might be connected with 18 other people just like that do the same type right. of work that you do. You know, whereas if and instead in my referral network, I'm only hooking up with a group of people where I'm one trade is represented, and I'm re, I'm building relationships with those people so that I can get a good feel. That number one, okay, Andy, I've not I've never done work with him personally, but I know this is what he's done. He's he's presented a couple times. I'm getting to get. I'm starting to feel comfortable, Andy. I'm going to refer so so and so to you. So I personally make that introduction between the two of you. You guys do business together. All right. right. Now, There's an exclusivity now, to it. Right. Exactly. And now I get feedback from the person I referred to. Thank you for referring me to Andy. It's like, or thanks a lot for referring me to Andy. You know, right. and, and I get a feel, I get some feedback. And now I de- decide whether or not I send you more referrals. See, and, and, and that kind of stuff works. And I'm wondering, is all of that built into this referral key? And why am I so hesitant to sign up? Why am I so hesitant to, to click the button and give them my first name, last name, email address, and choose a password? Well, you know, I'll answer that. And, and I hope this is a business principle for people that have an online program they're working on or a group. I'm, I'm actually working on a group right now called dotheworkcommunity.com. And it is built around the, the premise that there are projects we all start that we don't finish because every great idea is met by resistance. A lot of it's internal. And this book, Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield, that I'm trying to build this community around, this book talks about uh, that people need, the opposite, of, the opposite of resistance is assistance. And so I, it's my job to tell people about the community and explain the service 
in such a way that I take away all the barriers. Yes. Right. Where, what, what, what are the steps, Andy? What, what's the progress? Um, is my information going to be public? Uh, what's it require of me? You know, I mean, there's lots and lots of questions. Okay. What's the point? You know, how does it cost any money? Yada, yada. If you can answer all those barriers, then it's that you get them out of the way. You create a path to people saying yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But the problem with the referral key is it's too vague. I, I would I would sign up for a referral key if I knew more about it, if I understood, and if it wasn't just referrals. How do, how does that happen? Yeah. What does it look like? Because you know what? Be, using BNI as an example, you know this, I know this. You can bring someone to BNI, I think, twice yep. before they have to actually join up. They can't just come as a visitor again and again and again. But they come and they get to be a part of the whole meeting. Yep. They don't have to sit outside in the hallway for part of it. They get to sit there and go, this is, this is how it works. Yes. Everything. They don't hide anything. There's and, no secret handshake. Yeah, there's that's no, what this is missing. Yeah, there there is no. I mean, I, I go to referralkey.com and I get the you know four different quotes of what people are saying, and it's one sentence each thing. Um, and then I get you know receive referrals from colleagues, give referrals, and get cash rewards. I'm like, okay, okay, what's up with the cash rewards deal? Tap into the largest referral network. It's like okay, um, that that's that's presumptuous to say you're the largest network, uh, and and then join, okay, and then by clicking join, you're indicating that you have read and agreed to the terms of service of and the privacy policy. And of course, I'm not reading either one of those, and who does, right? And then yeah. you've got about. So so now I'm clicking about receive referrals from colleagues. It's like there's a ton of time. I mean, they could do one thing. They could do two things differently. Number one, don't send me an email. Don't you know? It's like at least don't make it so obvious that nobody really sent this message to me. When when you (laughs) here, I'm a little upset. I'm upset about emails that you know. Are you accepting new clients? As if you're really, I mean, it's like, hey, invitation to join this program is my, I would be more accepting. I would be less turned off if the subject line did not kind of seem, uh, what what do you call that when you are? Uh, Fishy? S- no, when people like uh, hackers use this, social engineering. It's, it's yeah, 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 phishing, yeah, yeah. social engineering. Yep. Yep. It's like it's like wait a second no it's like I just got an email from my my good friend and colleague and he's asking me oh are you accepting new clients and I saw that subject line well on Cliff, my let message. me tell you let me tell you when you asked me I, I know I have the show notes in front of me but you asked me in a very conversational tone hey by the way Andy are you accepting new clients you know what I thought of immediately what sweet Cliff's got a referral for me that's exactly what like, I thought seriously when I, that's what I thought in my head and, yeah and I've got referral key right in front of me why because everybody wants to say yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Even if I have to put them on a waiting list. Yes. You have someone that wants to give me money for my service. Yeah. Yes, I have time to talk to and, you right now. And, and you know? in my mind, that is a spamish mess. That, that's a spamish su- subject line. So mm-hmm. immediately I'm turned off by the service because you, you, you know, it, it's, you ask the question, you know, so, um, what's the difference between this and a, and a LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. All right. So link, I'm, let me just do a search for LinkedIn and I'm going to read to you the, uh, do I have any of these? I, I know I do. I get them all the time, LinkedIn. But but it says, um, oh, it, yeah, it's let's connect on LinkedIn is the subject line. Why not let's, you know, hey, you know, let's connect on referral key. 
you know, or let's do something. I mean, but, but it's like, are you accepting new clients as if I'm, you know, it just, ah, yeah, there's just something about this, the way that this has been introduced to me that just has put me on the defense against it. I think, I think the biggest thing for me, this is the last thing I have to say about it is it, 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 it is not about the relationship. It's about the referral. Yeah. Like that's, that's why I don't like it. Yeah. Like BNI is you have to earn people's trust, you know, and I don't, again, I'm not a huge fan of BNI, but for some people it's phenomenal. Right. But it's about earning trust. You know, it's, that's where it, that's where it goes. You can't just show up and get business. And yeah. this is just, it's based on, Hey, here's a bunch of referrals. And if everybody shows up in the room expecting referrals, then everybody's kind of sitting around going, Hey, who's giving, who's giving referrals out? And it's like, well, I thought I, I'm here to get referrals. Well, I'm here to get referrals. Well, who here is giving referrals and nobody raises their hand? Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's what that's, if they do a better job of explaining it, then I'm, I'm all in. And actually there's someone in our chat and I said, well, you're, you're, they said, Hey, I'm a member. I said, well, what do you like about it? And they're like, I don't really know. That's not, that's not <laughs> good. I'm a member. Right. Uh, yeah. So well, he, and I, and I appreciate them telling me that and they yeah. jumped in and they tell us. But it, it, it's a business lesson for all the listeners. This isn't rip on referralkey.com day. It's just make sure you're clear about what you're offering and, and look at and ask people, what are the barriers? I sent a Twitter message out and I had a lot of conversation with people this week because I'm building this new community of what questions do you have? I'm too deep inside of this to, to ask the, the outsider questions. So please tell me what questions you have. And they had them. But, and that's good. You want to know what are people's objections and fears because then you can address them. Yep. And I'm not signing up for referral key. Are you signing up for it? <laughs> no. If anybody else is listening to this and you have signed up for referral key, please email us, call us 859-795-4067. The very first time you get a piece of business referred to you and you actually close the deal as a result of referralkey.com, Email us at feedback at gspn.tv or call us as soon as possible. Yeah, if we're wrong, that's great. That's fine. They, we they would love to, to hear approach, about it. Right. That's yeah. fine. All right. So, uh, yeah, referral key, we PDF pen. Oh, by the way, I, I used my Mophie Juice Pack Plus Pro, whatever the yeah, thing's called. Yeah, how'd that go? Dude, it was awesome. Like, when, when did you run out? When, I, when you were I like, oh, I never engaged. Re- no, I, no, no, no. I mean, when did you, your main phone, oh, yeah, your yeah. main battery, so, when did it? So I started at six o'clock in the morning in Cincinnati, flew to New York. And of course, the phone was in airplane mode on the flight to New York. I got off the plane about nine o'clock in the morning. Did you use the phone on the plane? I mean, were you planning your birds? No, 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 no. no. none of that. So, but as soon as I got off the plane, started tweeting, did some, you know, mapping and all this other stuff. I walked through the entire city doing lots of stuff, taking video, taking pictures, by two o'clock in the afternoon, I got uh, like forty percent. You know, by three o'clock, I was down to about twenty percent. And uh, you know, and when I, as soon as I, you know, mid after, you know, late afternoon, early evening, I had gotten to the place where you know it's like, dude, you're you're pretty much toast. All right. Mm, now the yeah. thing is, I had at that point, I had just checked in, but I was about ready. The night to, was young, Cliff. Exactly. Exactly. Right. The night was just getting started. We hadn't even started the GSPN.TV meetup yet, which started at 530 in the evening. You're so right, I right. went and checked in and I flipped the little switch and probably within about 90 minutes, my phone was back up to 100% because it actually charges the phone battery. 
I wasn't even thinking of that. Yep. I really wasn't. So you, so it's charging. Did you turn it off then? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I had left it off all day long. No, I'm sorry. So you turn it on to charge it. It yep. charges your phone up to a hundred. Then you, you turn the, well, you can do two things. You, once it's charged up to a hundred, you can either turn the Mophie battery pack off. Right. And it'll slowly, you know, read, you know, you still have the full charges that, as if you just pulled it off the charger yep. or you can just leave the Mophie on and it keeps it at a hundred percent until the Mophie's drained. So, nice. so what I did is I just kept it at hundred percent. So it went, probably went up for about an hour and a half, two hours with my phone staying at hundred percent. And then the Mophie pack was drained and then my phone slowly made it down. I think, I don't know. I probably still had more than 50 or 60% when I went to bed at like midnight that night. Nice. And I had been doing tons well, of stuff. How much does that thing cost? It was $99. All right, Cliff, I want I want people to hear this and I know they maybe they listened to it in, in episode 81. Like they're not hearing it. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> it sounds rude. Listen to me. But I want people to understand and, and, and part of this is me preaching to me. But you, you spent $100 on that thing. Yep. Okay. I, I like to measure investments on what is their return. I know that sounds pretty simple. Okay. But when you are looking at buying a Mac computer, or you're looking at buying, uh, what's that thing called? Mophie? A Mophie Juice Pack Mophie Juice Plus, Plus. Okay. for Plus. the iPhone 4. Okay. Is there a link for that? Yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes uh, with, <laughs> right, with affiliate commissions, everything. Of course, of course. You get your $3. I get my um, three bucks. But here's the question you have to ask. Is there a deal that you could, that, that you could close sooner? Is there a way you could measure, okay, I was able to be more engaged with people, this... This this investment helped my business run so that my my income went up. Now, you know, and a lot of people they just struggle like should I get the magic mouse or the you know it's like I there's a lot of different decisions you can make. Should you get the podcasting equipment? I'm talking on a new mic. I'm talking on this new setup that costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And my question is, is it going to help my business, right? And the answer t- to that question for me is yes. I can quantify I am making more stuff. I am making better stuff. People are more likely to buy it because it's got higher quality. And, and I know, I just want people to hear that frame of reference in case they missed the last episode because it's not about toys. If it's just about toys, you'll never be done and you'll buy everything that has yeah. shiny lights. But that to me is a great investment because it's like having a life preserver, which is a good idea if you're on a boat. You know, it keeps you going. And yep. if, your life, if your livelihood is tied to your phone, which if you own an iPhone, it probably is, <laughs> you know, in your, in your case, it definitely is, then by all means, invest in that. So I'll, I will now step down from my soapbox, but thank you. Awesome. Well, I tell you, I love it. And um, I went to Blog World and I actually ended up buying something while I was in Blog World from Amazon. <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, I got a Logitech wireless presenter R400 with red laser pointer. You know what? I love, I have a Logitech one as well. How much was yours? Uh, it was, the one I got was thirty eight twenty two. a good deal. They can yeah. get kind of pricey. Yep. Um, I, I was at the um, Oda sessions, which I think I told you about. Chris Brogan was here last year, Mitch Stroll, Julian Smith, here you know. Uh, and this year I had a bunch of different great presenters, but they were using, I think, some Mac presenter or something like that, some, something for a Mac little remote, and it just was not working very well. And so I, I ran down the street to my office and came back with my Logitech. I don't know what model it is, but 
Uh, I'll tell you, a good presenting tool like that can really make all the difference in the world. Did you get it shipped to you overnight or what? No. Well, what happened was, um, obviously, I have a MacBook Air, MacBook Air, and it does not have infrared, so it doesn't have it doesn't work with the old Apple remotes that I have for okay. my old MacBook. Okay. Um, and so I'm thinking, oh, great, I'm putting this presentation together, and it's going to be my MacBook's going to be stationary. How am I going to flip through my slides? And well, luckily the folks at Blog World had thought about this, and they had these, they had this exact thing, this Logitech Presenter R400. Yeah. And uh, they just basically inside it, it the the little um, USB dongle kind of like is inside of it. So you just pull it out, plug it into your USB. There's no setup or anything. It's just like you you open up your Keynote and hit Bingo. start. Yeah. And boom, goes. and and it it just works. And, um, you don't notice them when they work. You only notice them when they don't. And when they don't, it just throws everything off. I love mine. Love it. I I tell you what, I love this thing so much. I looked it up online and, and, uh, I had it shipped to my house. And when I got home from New York, it it showed up and I'm like, yeah, I definitely Mm want to make sure that I have this next time I present. So a great example of what I just talked about, you know, if your presentation goes smoothly, I just, I know because I watch these people that is a really nice one. Shouldn't have shown me that. I'm not getting. I already have one. But um, yeah, it's one of those things where if your presentation doesn't go as smooth, you know, maybe customers go, "Wow, gosh, the guy's a tech guy, but he can't do a presentation." Yeah, (laughs) you know, Uh, or a person's professional and they've got to walk over and hit the down key. Exactly. You know, or forward, advance slide, please. You know, or even worse with my old Mac, it was it was like I had to have line of sight, you know, kind of deal. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, what's up with line of sight? This does it have a blackout? key too you can black the screen it does but it says it works in certain programs and and i didn't notice it working with uh with keynote of course i i didn't look to to figure out if there was anything i didn't read the manual (laughs) all i want yeah sometimes you can actually program that key but i like the blackout key a lot because you're making a point people look in the screen you're like wait a minute look at me you can just hit that blackout so anyway there's there's a blackout button on there but uh i haven't done that a lot of good views on it yeah, a lot of good reviews. Amazon Prime, love it. Yes, it exactly. Amazon Prime, I got it next day, and uh, you got, got it, it next day. Yeah, and it, and but why'd but, you overnight it? Just because no, you no, I did no, I didn't. I, I didn't overnight it, but I, it came next day. So oh, no. so I got the free two day shipping. Yeah, with my Amazon Prime, and I got yeah. it the next day. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I've never had that happen, but good for you. Well, Amaz- I think you've got a big distribution near you, don't there, you? Uh, I, I can walk to the Amazon factory in a 20-minute walk. Nice. Well, so, congratulations. Yeah. You don't live in the middle of nowhere like me. <laughs> uh, hey, I want to tell you something. I wrote a, a post this week. Um, for, it's at andytribe.com slash start. Okay. And I just have really been blessed by a lot of encouragement and teaching and just books and I'm rereading Rework Again um, and Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield and Poke the Box by Seth Godin. And just a lot of people around me that have really been encouraging, uh, you know, Justin Lucas Savage and I talk every week and do a show together, but about just creating more consistent content, getting your voice out there. And you do that really well because people expect you to be here at this time, right? If you're not here, there's something, you're in New York or you're sick, right? Otherwise, it's Thursday we're here at noon central, yeah. right? Yep. Or it's going to be in the podcast feed, even if you're not, right? We weren't here last week, but it's in there. Yeah. But for a person who, who writes and who, who part of my brand is, is teaching people how to make their business more human. That's sort of my tagline, making your, helping make your business more human. It's important for me to get my voice out there consistently. 
But the resistance, as I call it, which is, you know, the great thing that you want to create, the resistance is always going to come and say, don't do that. Don't do that. And try to find an excuse. So I've been trying to limit the excuses. And uh, one of the ways I'm doing that is I got this new iMac, 21 and a half inch. And when I started my computer, I automatically had Chrome start and Skype start. So when I started my workday, it was like I sit down, pop on my computer and bam, I'm online, email, Skype, blah, 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 blah. But what I need to do is I need to create content as often as I can. So instead, how I start my day is I these two programs kick on. OMRITER, O-M-M-W-R-I-T-E-R, OMRITER, uh, and uh, Freedom. And Freedom is, I think it's like 10 bucks. But basically, it comes on and by default, you can set it to a certain number of minutes. We can adjust it to as many as you want. And Freedom will not allow you to get on the internet for that allotted amount of time unless you shut down and restart your computer. And so I start my day with Omrider and I tell Freedom, give me 15 minutes of no internet access. And every time I've done this so far, I've gone beyond 15 minutes of writing uh, and working and I don't jump on the net after that. I, fin- I finish my, my, my post or whatever I'm writing. And it's just been a great, great way for me to start my day. Because I've got my iPod at home in the morning, getting the kids ready. I'm checking email here and there. But when I get into the office, it's great to sit down and just create, just to write. Even if, even if you're not a writer, per se, you're not a blogger or whatever it might be, if you need to just sit down and, and just think about your day in a nice, clean space, then I would encourage the Ohm Rider plus Freedom Connection um, or combo. And, I, and again, you can go to andytribe.com slash start. But I just want to tell folks that has been a huge help to me and definitely allowed me to create more content uh, on a consistent basis. So Mac Freedom kills your internet for a, a certain allotted amount of time. Yep. And there's several programs like that. Some are free, some are not, but uh, that one works for me. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. And that's andytrob.com slash start. Start. Very cool. So did you um, see the Omrider came out with an app for the iPad? I heard about it. Yes. I, yeah. Did you get an email from them? or? I don't know. Where, no, I actually saw it in Mashable. Or, okay. or maxstories.com. One of those two yeah. places. Because those yeah. are the only two sources I go to for news. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I love that's how Omrider. I know what's going on in the world. That's right. That's my window of the world right there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I love Omrider, and I think this is a cool app. My issues with it are twofold. One, that um, it's five bucks. I just I feel like that's a for little the high. iPad version. iPad version. iPad okay. only. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I think that's a little high. Um. But I would have bought it honestly if it had this one feature, which it does not have yet, which is it doesn't have Dropbox. Oh uh, yeah, integration, and I I just it's just standard with any. Uh, I have a photo thing on my on my iPod that has Dropbox, where I can take all my photos and just dump them into Dropbox. All my photos in my whole camera roll, I can just dump them, and I do that every two days or three days as I take pictures of my kids and want to keep them. What app are you, you know? using to do that? Uh, you're gonna make me get my iPod. Hold on. Good. So Ohm Writer for iPad. Now, perhaps maybe, Andy, this will all go away when uh, Apple officially launches their iCloud. Yes, it definitely, definitely could. Uh, Which we don't know what that is yet, but my assumption Uh, that it might have something to do with a Dropbox type feature. Right. This is called uh, Teleport for Dropbox. Um, Teleport is the name of the app. All right, and so you can go, you can open that app, and it will go and pull all the images out of your camera roll yep. and put them into Dropbox. So it, does when it do I turn your videos on, as well? 
Um, it's, it, you know, what's interesting is the image of the, um, the image on the app shows documents, pictures, and PDFs, like the little folders, but I'm only seeing a picture ability here. So what it, I open it up and it has a, a little icon for a picture, and then it says an arrow pointing to Dropbox. I hit the icon for the picture. It says choose ex- existing photo or take new photo or list the last backup. So if I choose existing photo, then I can click multiple photos and it will upload all of them to my Dropbox. Just my general, just my general Dropbox folder. Then I take those and I put them in my family photo. But then I can delete them off my iPod and they're not going to take up a bunch of space or, I, or whatever your iPhone. So um, I think it was a buck. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm that kind of person that, you know, I'll take a bunch of pictures and it's like, oh, wait a minute, I need to get these things off my device. And, you know, I want, I, want, I know I can do that by syncing, yada, yada, but I want them in my Dropbox because that's my, that's my safe, that's my safe place, my Dropbox. Hmm. So it does that for me. 99 cents. Teleport lets you easily upload documents and pictures directly from your iPhone, iPod, iPad, or iPod to any folder on your Dropbox. It says here, upload documents attached to your email or un, are opened in your web browser. Upload multiple photos from your photo album at the same time. Works on any, works with any app that oh, has Apple's open in action option. Choose <laughs> any folder in your Dropbox. Right, right. Rename so I, files that are imported to other, uh, from other applications. And it says here, finishes, finishes uploads in the background even after you leave Teleport. Yes. Uh, optional local notifications let you know when you're finished upload. Get Teleport now for ex- special introductory price. 99 cents. I'm buying it now. All right. So here's the other thing, which I just realized. Because as you're reading that description, it's like, well, why? If that's true, then why am I, um, you know, if, that's, if, that's, if it's true that I can change a directory, then how do I do that? There's a little question mark you can hit. And, um, and when you hit it, it says choose directory. So, um, so I just went on, and um, it, it, by default it says Dropbox, but if you click on that little folder, then you can choose what folder in your Dropbox you want to go to. So now I can put all these folders in my photos slash family slash iPod pics folder in my Dropbox. So I mean, like, I still don't know how to do documents and stuff, though. That's weird. I just tried to buy it twice, and it looks like it's getting ready to start the download, and then it stops. Hmm. Uh, and then waiting, and then it disappears. Okay, restart phone. Sorry, no problem. Sorry, I will. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's the stuff in my app world, and I I, I would assume because I think the Omrider people are pretty sharp, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would assume they're going to include that, or they are best buddies with Steve Jobs, and they realize they don't have to because it'll all be backed up through iCloud, whatever that is. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, but anyway, I, I love Omrider for lots of reasons, but not not going to buy it yet for the uh, iPad. Very cool. Hey, a couple things. I know you got some other things going up. Um, you're finishing up your blogging. Uh, let's see, the blogging your passion webinar series. How's that been going? It's awesome. You know, it's weird because I'm not the expert on this one. I, I pipe in every once in a while, but a guy named Jonathan Milligan, another guy named Bob Loddick from ChristianPF.com. Those guys are really running it. It's unique from Ecliff because they basically included me to run it in the background. So I'm really just moving windows around and answering questions in the chat. And I'm setting up this Adobe, uh, uh, Adobe pro, uh, Adobe connect pro, uh, meeting rooms. Uh, so I'm setting up all the web. I'm doing all the tech stuff in the background and it's just gone incredibly smooth 
as I really have just been able to focus. I mean, I know when you and I do webinars, usually, you know, we're moving the stuff around on the screen and talking about the content. And this one, I've really been able to sit back and I probably talk 10% of the time. And then I just do all the technical stuff. And it's been really enjoyable to kind of sit back and, and to, to do that setup. But um, and of course, I get a percentage of the, the whole program. And then it'll be a product that I've had a couple people ask me about that'll be, you know, you can purchase the replays and things like that further down the line. But uh, it's been good. We talked about keyword research and how to set up a blog with WordPress. And, and this last week, we're going to talk about how to monetize your blog. So um, good. good. It's, been, it's been really cool. Been, been fun to be a part of that team. Awesome. And what else you got going on? Well, a couple other things. Um, I'm going to, and I'd love your feedback on this another time or, or now, but um, I'm going to do a series of uh, podcasts. But uh, what we'd like to do is do like 10 episodes and cover and say, here's, our, here's, here's episode one, two, three, four, five. We'll get them all charted out to build up some credibility and momentum towards a webinar. Uh, and it's on uh, social media for restaurants. So it's me and then the chef in uh, Bethesda, Maryland, who has a great restaurant and nice following on Twitter and Facebook and things like that. He's doing a lot of good things, but we're going to chart out those 10 episodes and use that as a way to, uh, to kind of point people towards a webinar series that we do. And then obviously if people end up finding the podcast after the webinar series is over, they'll still, we'll still point them to the site where they can purchase the webinar series, you know, recorded. But, um, so that's going to be, I think it's restaurantsocial.com. Uh, and that's still, we put on the back burner for a while. I was working on a couple other things, but that's getting ramped up again. Um, I'm, I'm proud of myself, Cliff. I got this equipment. I'm using it. I recorded two episodes of the Be a Better Husband podcast. Um, you inspire me a lot to, to, to be able just to turn on the mic and just talk for a little bit instead of have, having to have a, a guest all the time because that takes a lot of work. Yep. So I have two episodes, one with a, a guy in Canada named Josh Gordon. He's at thenonconformistfamily.com and he's trying to He's just doing some cool stuff with his family. It reminds, it reminds me of family from the heart a lot, actually. Um, and so I interviewed him. And then I also did a, a very short episode, like 15 minutes, with me just talking about, uh, well, the title of it is called My Ungrateful Wife. So you can listen to that another time. But um, so anyway, it's, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm using this equipment and, and had some good feedback on people that say it sounds better. And thanks to you, Cliff Ravenscraft, Podcast Answer Man, for... Uh, uh, making a great tutorial on how to set all this stuff up because I mean, I, I honestly, Cliff, I don't know how people set this stuff up without that tutorial. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I don't know unless you like, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, without that tutorial, I would just be sitting here just weeping over wires. It's so, <laughs> so many different ways to screw it up. Yeah. That, uh, that anyway. So thank you for that. It was, it was definitely worth what I paid for it. So, and I, I mentioned before, uh, one of the things I'm working on is, do the work community.com. I got permission from Stephen Pressfield who wrote this book called do the work, uh, to do a podcast about it. But something in his book he talks about is don't do small things with projects, swing for the fences. And so I'm creating this place, this online, uh, you know, environment for people to come. And if they have an idea for a project, it's a place to get encouragement and counsel on, um, and it just might, might not make sense if people haven't read the book, but to beat the resistance and the resistance is basically the force that we all come up against as a Christian. I think it's just the devil. Uh, but we all come up against it as creative people. We want to do a project and, and something says, don't something says someone's already doing that. Something says, who are you to say that? Who are you to, to start your own business? Who are you to do, do that project, write that play, write that book, whatever it might be. And it's the resistance and it's universal and it always meets great ideas. And so this do the work community is going to be a place for people to come 
And we're going to have a program that helps walk people through um, beating the resistance and, and creating things. And so I've got a team of people, gosh, all over America right now that have signed on to say, I want to help you build that community. And, and I'm excited about it. It's going to be a lot bigger than me. And uh, I don't have a monetization plan, but I have a, a, a plan to help people. And I think when you help enough people, uh, the, the money comes after that. So I'm excited. That's at dotheworkcommunity.com. And we're already blogging and doing video stuff there. And uh, it's it's uh, it's happening um, as we speak. That is awesome. Yeah. So. Lots of wonderful things happening. We'll be, make sure we put links to all of that stuff in uh, the show notes today. And yeah. of course, uh, I want to encourage people to check out each of the things that Andy's doing. He does such a wonderful job here bringing all this valuable insight and content to Business Tech Weekly on a weekly basis. And so we appreciate that. Hey, I want to mention a couple things uh, real quickly here. Uh, meet up on June 17th through the 19th, a weekend meet up here in Northern Kentucky, just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. If you're interested in coming, head over to gspncommunity.com. Also want to let you know, if you haven't noticed already, there's a little search box for Amazon on the site of gspncommunity.com as well as gspn.tv. And I want to let you know that you can shop and support GSPN by uh, starting your search on Amazon with that little box. And uh, we get a little commission for each order you place there, which is kind of cool. And of course, if you really want to help support uh, the content and community of GSPN.TV, please head over to GSPN.TV slash plus to learn how you can become a plus member. Uh, of course, uh, we would love to have you do that. It is a great way that people has hel- have helped us to produce more than 2,700 episodes of uh, content here and uh, allowed us to create some wonderful environments for community to happen among gspn.tv members. Again, to become a Plus member, to learn more information about it, just head over to gspn.tv slash plus. And Andy, I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but uh, the very first night of Blog World, I met Rick Calvert, uh, who is the uh, CEO and co-founder of Blog World. Yeah. Got to talk with him, got really excited about some ideas I had about hopefully potentially seeing more of a turnout of podcasters at Blog World and New Media Expo. Absolutely. and um, Perfect fit. Yeah, absolutely. And so he invited me that night, the very first night of Blog World New York, he invited me that night to come out and speak at Blog World LA in November. Wow. So I am going to be officially... With your co-host. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but... Good. Dude, Blog World, Los Angeles, there'll be thousands of bloggers there. And Dude, hopefully. That just sounds sexy, Cliff. Blog World LA. Blog, Blog World LA. You know, it sounds like CSI Miami, that kind of thing. Look, that's a show. Exactly. A show. So, folks, <laughs> check it out. Um, go to blogworldexpo.com. Of course, wait to sign up uh, until I can get you a promo code. Uh, you'll get a, a, a percentage off and all that good jazz. And uh, as soon as I have more information, I'll be sharing it in more detail. But uh, just know that if you want to, you can go ahead and put it on your calendar. Blog World LA in November. I'll be there. Andy, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, brother. God bless, man. Until next time, friends, join the community. 